Dear subscribers, we apologize for the grainy pictures you may have experienced for our last episode. We are striving to improve and work harder at delivering great content and viewing. And we promise to continue to do so. Enjoy the show. 442 Dudes. Oh, study, yeah? Okay, 44444. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of 442. And my name is Ben. I'm John. We are the 442 Dudes. Today I sing a little bit, a bit high. Oh anyway, I don't know. La. A bit high. We're, we're happy, you know, we're, we're high because we're happy. Uh, you know, it's, we're on the fourth episode already. So, John, can you believe it? Four episodes in. <laughs> All right. You were high from the last episode singing, eh? No, actually, not really. La. <laughs> Never mind. La. I, I don't know who is that. Today, I'm happier, though. I, oh, I, don't have to, yeah, I, I don't have to sing the song. Don't know what song is that. Worse than a nursery rhyme. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for subscribing. Don't That's forget right. to subscribe. Okay, don't forget to subscribe, especially on YouTube. Uh, that's something that we've been going around. And for those of you who, who John just took your phone and said, follow, subscribe. We hope uh, you've been liking that. Huh? Make sure you watch this. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. As Ben said, this is our fourth episode. And for this episode, we'll be focusing on some of the Easter weekend games that we'll be talking a little bit later on. But yep. as usual, we are going to kickstart the episode with our first segment called 90, 90 Minutes, minutes of. of. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Make sure you continue, no? Don't, don't watch lah. Subscribe, huh? Yeah, what? Because they're telling us behind to subscribe, so oh, subscribe. Yeah, yeah, subscribe on the Instagram. Yeah, you can Facebook, follow the scroll bar. YouTube, and brought to you by CCBTV. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 90 Minutes Off, where yeah. we will give you some analysis of some of the matches that took place over the weekend. Now, if you followed our last episode, we actually uh, told you guys to focus on Man City, Liverpool, mm-hmm. Bayern Munich, yeah. uh, versus Dortmund, yeah. uh, and many, many other matches. But yeah. so today, we just want to talk a bit about those matches, mm-hmm. starting with... Uh, I'm looking at him because he, he's been going on and on about Tuchel. Uh, yeah, so I, so I, have, I have, Here is your chance to go and it talk is all you want about Tuchel. It is going to be my chance. Yes. Uh, I think for those of you who have been following, Tuchel has been made uh, the manager of Bayern mm-hmm. Munich. And uh, I've said that he will be a good fit. Lah. So in the first match, you know, uh, versus his own club, you know, it's a, it's a good victory. His own club? Uh, I mean, his former old ah, club. Former uh, Ola, Ola. I think oh. I pronounced it too fast, you know. Uh, old club. Oh, not old. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a t- trashing. Um, and I think we rightfully said that you know he he knew his old club, mm. uh, but then in the second game wasn't that great. Uh, they kind of crashed out of what they call I, I believe. Uh, again, pronunciation is not my best forte, but I believe it's DFB Pokal. I just want to be careful that Pokal. So that's the name uh, of the cup, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the name of the cup, lah. So they kind of crashed out, uh, unfortunately, due to a penalty on the 95th minute. Uh, and already comments are flooding in saying Tuchel out. Uh, saying no yeah, way. No, no, I'm not even kidding. And they're saying that uh, uh, it was a big mistake to get rid of Julian, uh, and that Tuchel is just bringing this uh, odd mentality to the team. Uh, some are saying that you know he's he's not as uh, uh, participative because uh, during the win, uh, for for instance against uh, Borussia Dortmund, he wasn't celebrating with the players. And and some people took 
offense with that uh, because it's your team that won you know why didn't you kind of celebrate with them yeah uh, i have my little take on it i i think he actually explained it during the uh, post match press conference uh, he was saying that it, it is the players field you know they played the game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's their right to to celebrate you know he was just the manager he's managing the tactics and all but it was the players decision to follow uh, whatever was being told and yeah you know he, he doesn't feel that he needs to be in the celebration so sorry to cut you off there no, so, so no, you're saying that the players were basically playing according to what Nagelsmann instructed them so Tuchel didn't really in, you know give his inputs on it is that what you're saying oh no 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 what I was saying that uh, they, I mean he, he couldn't be uh, asked to follow in the celebration ah, but now okay, that you okay, mentioned okay. this and, and you're, you're also quite right because some reports are saying uh, that Tuchel is not changing much of the tactics because he feel that you know it's his first game and he, he only arrived for training just what one or two days early okay. uh, so he didn't see a need to sort of change what Julian has uh, 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 put in the team so he just continued uh, the only thing that he did was uh, the whole back uh, of the defence lah so if you look at it you know mm. uh, what Julian likes to do is that uh, he likes to crowd them from the back so he plays this little uh, Diamond in front, I believe. So I I can't remember the player's name, but whatever it is, he plays this little three and a one. So you know the three of them up front, and then a little midfielder there. Mm-hmm, but okay. that exposes people at the back. So Tuchel just did a little tweak from what I remember after looking through the thing, uh, and that got him through. And then moving to the again the the Freiburg one where where they lost to me I don't think it's about uh, the number of matches he's he's only been put in charge which is two uh, to me now what I just want to focus is I think we talked about this uh, in in two of our episodes you know mm-hmm. uh, the whole idea of being behind someone uh, I think we mentioned a couple of names like Pep uh, we we mentioned uh, Mikel Arteta and all that you know we talk about how uh, you you need that support you know whether it's from the board the players ah, the fans yeah okay, you know okay, you know okay, if okay, you remember okay. that so yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. here is that he just in charge two game lah give that guy a chance I'm a big fan not that I'm biased I'm a big fan of him so that's just my take so for Tuchel you know people and the, one of the headlines I see from goal.com disaster mm. for Thomas Tuchel <laughs> like that disaster huh I mean well they lost yeah, well lost lah but it's not disaster in my opinion uh, they can't win the treble but you know two, if they can win two titles that's not a disaster lah okay to be yeah. very fair I think they were unlucky against Freiburg yeah. let's just put it this way it was a 95th man Penalty, so. But it was a, it was a correct. Yeah, call, la, I mean, in my opinion, it was. Yeah. La, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, now moving to you, uh, which match particularly caught your eye? Um, I, I'm just going to focus on the Man City Liverpool game because of the, mm. the 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 importance of the game itself. That you right. lost. <laughs> yes, Liverpool lost four one. Yeah, yes, I, I I know that you don't have to remind me. Right, uh, but I, I, the reason why I want to talk about this game yeah. is because the the this game holds a lot of significance. Right, for one, it can it can run not not it can, it will definitely you know uh, significantly impact the title the, race. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in in terms of City's case, in their favor. Yes, and in in Liverpool's case, you know, it, it's their fight for Champions League. Yeah. Right. So so that's why these these games hold holds a lot of importance. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So as you guys know, Liverpool. Lost four one despite taking the lead. Yeah. It was a very good goal by Salah. You know, good goal lah. But yeah, lost yeah, lah. yeah. Uh, so first of all, I just want really want to congratulate City. I think they deserve the win. Oh, they do. They really deserve the win. Um, four goals. But, eh? but one thing I, I I noticed from this game is that, um, that I'm not sure, I'm not sure whether he has done it in the past, mm. but it, it was only at this game that I noticed it in terms okay. of the formation. He actually started with somewhat of a three two four one formation. Uh, no, no, uh, Peps. Pep, Pep. Peps. Okay, Pep. So he played in three, uh, pr- uh, three central defenders. Okay. 
She had two DMs, Rodri and Stones. Yeah. So Stones was interestingly played in DM. Okay. Right, and four one obviously the usual. Yeah, 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 so yeah, essentially yeah. he's playing. It's like splitting. He's splitting the the the, the field into five five. Yeah. Five defensive. Yeah. Five attacking. So kind of balances and out. And it gives uh, Alvarez some space, lah. Uh, yeah. So he kind of balanced out the whole team, right? Okay. So so I thought that was quite interesting, and 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 I think it worked well for them for for this particular game. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if in any case, you know, Stones could always drop back into a, yeah. a, a back four, a standard back four, right? In, if not one, if not, then he just push up a little bit more to provide more support, mm-hmm. you know, from the front, defending mm-hmm. uh, much further up front. Yeah. Uh, but in my opinion, I, I think Liverpool kind of just. Just self-destructed la. Like like lost the desire la. It's not saying lost is the desire. I mean, no. I mean, if I were to just really pinpoint um, an issue, I, I think okay. overall it's yeah. more of a defensive error in the whole game. All the four goals that they considered were all a result of a positional error from a defensive point of view. Okay. All right. So so I'm just going to quickly go through all yeah. the four because L- let's hear them. I, I I've watched the highlights. I replayed it over and over again. I just I just can't yeah. just comprehend why they're doing it. And for City's very first goal. Yeah. In my opinion, Robbo was the one that caused all. It was it was it was a, a domino effect. Mm-mm. Right. So he didn't have to challenge KDB because he challenged KDB. Right. He left Mares on the right. Okay. Van Dijk has to cover. Konati has to cover Van Dijk. Okay. Trent has to move inwards. So okay. usually in defense, when 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 one person goes up to to defend, right, Mm-mm. or at least go and press, the other three moves accordingly. Mm-mm. That's usually how the defense works is in the back four. Mm-mm. Correct. Mm-mm. Imagine they're all tied the string together. Mm-mm. So if one goes up, the rest ultimately goes forward. Yeah. So that was what Robo did. So he okay. went up to press the KDB, which he didn't have to. Mm-mm. KDB exploited it. Did a first time pass over mm-hmm. to Mares. Mares mm-hmm. went through, mm-hmm. and because of that action that Robo did, everybody got caught out of position. Mm-mm. Right. So when they when the whole defense move over, Trent's side is left empty. Yeah. Correct? So when that happens, one of the midfielders is supposed to go there and cover if there is a need to. Like a track back thing. Correct. Yeah. Unfortunately, City were too fast. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they broke very quickly. Mares ran inwards, ran inside, passed to Gunawan. Gunawan quickly found Grealish free. It's instinctive, you know. It's instinctive. Yeah, like it he was. just went, yeah. It was. Yeah. And then, true enough, uh, then Grealish found, found Alvarez in so that that for me just really basically is Robo's fault yeah okay. and, and, and the same for the second third goal, uh, third and fourth goal it was re- basically about the, the, the midfielders failing of being too slow to cover defender, mm. defenders uh, resulting in in, in, in the goals la. yeah right and especially for the third and fourth goal I think a lot has been said about TAA's defensive um, capabilities right and your view in my opinion he's left exposed what can you do like he's only one man there's like so many games so many matches in this season that he was left exposed he was basically a 1v2 v 1v3 position so okay. it, it's very difficult for you to defend against 2 to 3 at the same time right and I, I just think that you guys gonna go, you guys can just go and watch the games again uh, you're really going to analyse all, all the other goals so I really think that it is really a defensive error uh, from a Liverpool's perspective where these are just things that need to, they need to clean up I really wish we had the, the, the you know those what those pundits oh. do right and then you can just pinpoint everything the little TV rather than just talking like that which you may not understand but yeah you know just have a look again I, I really think that it, this is what is plaguing Liverpool the whole season um, the defensive I don't know what happened to them like, basically they just crumbled yeah, so so that's just my take lah. Yeah, coming from a very disappointed Liverpool fan, obviously. Uh, but yeah, okay. So so that's your feel lah. You know, um, mm. you were you were masterfully outclassed. Four one no. 
Fine, <laughs> yes. City were great. Uh, okay, so just a very quick one on the glance of the table. Uh, as of today, uh, Arsenal remains on top, mm-hmm. 72 points. Man City, 64 points, following which Newcastle, uh, 53. And then you got Manchester United at 53. We go to Liverpool. Liverpool is at number 8 at uh, 43. Now, very quickly, since you talk about Liverpool, uh, do you think what, what, what do you think at the end of the season will, will Liverpool be standing? I can't really say. Okay. And I then really and then now I'm going to yeah. throw you a little curveball. Now, I said Arsenal will not uh, 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 lose their leader spot. Now, do you think, given the points here, do you think they will lose their spot then? Well, the real test begins, right? The yeah. very first episode, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll be talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, we, we whether about Arsenal it. can maintain their yeah, yeah, lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said yes. You said yes. Yeah, yeah, I, said I said probably yes, yes but mm-hmm. it really depends because the real test begins. They are going to face all the teams in and yep. around them. They are going to play face teams that are battling relegation. Yep. So... Yep, this is this is probably the the, the real test. Okay. So if they can go through at least the next two matches, I think yeah, they are probably a shoe in. Okay, mm. very good. Thank you. So those were our 19 minutes yep. worth of a little uh, ramble there. We were just talking about it because we, we had very uh, 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 good observations, I believe, because we, we love our football. Uh, he obviously mm-hmm. with his red colour chicken thing, Liverpool bird, level bird. Uh, and, and, you know, just, yeah, just, I don't carry know. On, yeah, carry on. I'm carry on. La. So in any case, uh, share with us your thoughts and don't forget as well to keep following us because otherwise you watch all the way here, then you don't follow, then you subscribe, you don't subscribe then watch for what you know what I mean so we'll see you for our next segment which our next segment will be The Sixth Sense so uh, stay tuned Sixth Sense Welcome back to another segment of 442 Dudes and this is the one where we bring you The Sixth Sense Anyway, uh, on track mm. now. Uh, well, we talked about the, the matches earlier, you know, about what happened for 90 minutes. Now mm-hmm. we're going to tell you what might happen later. Uh, why might have happened? Because we have our own predictions of mm. how the matches right. might, 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 might add up. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go straight because today, or rather for this one, mm-hmm. we are going to key relegation battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah, don't want to focus right. on the top. La. Yeah, you know? la. Now we go to the no very point, bottom, la. you know. We're going to the very bottom and some of the key relegation battles in the EPL. Let me just focus straight on one of the clubs that also lost their manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye uh, bye, Brendan Rogers. Uh, Leicester, la. Leicester. I'm so happy. I know, la. I'm not happy. I'm just, you know, I'm just lost. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm yeah, happy yeah, for yeah. another reason. But anyway, so Leicester. Uh, Leicester against Bournemouth. Bournemouth, huh? Uh, Bournemouth. I say 2 1. La. So you think Leicester's going to win 2 1? Yeah. La. No, okay, okay. Yeah. Any I'm, reason? I'm, I'm, well, my reason is very simple. Mm. Uh, I think Leicester is now in the state where they lost the manager. They're like, Alamat. You know, they're like, oh, you know, right, oh, mate. Uh, lost manager get to go with new tactic but they kind of lost the first one uh. so never mind they'll try harder la. I, I believe they'll try harder I, I believe they'll try harder I mean if yeah. you're right if you're rock bottom yeah, yeah. you're rock bottom yeah, yeah. Going uh, yeah, up, yeah exactly right? yeah, so yeah. I feel that Leicester's already in that situation where mm. they, they have to back up okay yeah so 2-1 Three one, three one for me. I think Leicester's going to win three one. Ah, so we are all in agreement. Ah, Leicester's I think Leicester's going to win. They're finally going to yeah. break the the the, 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 break the curse of no no no, no curse, like just, you know, The winless streak. Unfortunately, yes, I think they're going to win this time. So that's uh, for Leicester. Bournemouth. What's the next one? Next one is uh, Leeds and Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, these are managers that have been replaced somewhere somehow. Yes. If you think about it, uh, Crystal Palace and Leeds, or well, rather Leeds and Crystal Palace. I think one one lah. You think it's going to be a draw? Yeah, I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's, go- I think yeah. it's going to be a 2 0 win to Leeds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Leeds have been playing well, no? Okay. They've been playing quite well. I mean, yeah. the, they have the new manager, Garcia, Javier Garcia is coming yeah. in. Because he's not American. Uh, no. 
Let's get to that later. Yeah, we'll anyway, that later. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing yeah. well. So, so I think Liz is going to win two 0 mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just just oh, what I think, lah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying one one. Yeah, so that's that's it for the EPL. These are the two matches that we're going to focus on. Yep. Uh, there's another relegation battle that's happening in La Liga, and that's the game between Almera versus Valencia. Mm. Okay, so it's 19 versus 17. Interestingly, they are on the same number of points. There's 27, yep. but they're only separated by goal difference. Hmm. Yes, okay. so this is going to be a very interesting one. Uh, Valencia, I can't believe I'm saying I'm mentioning Valencia's name in a relegation battle. I really can't imagine. Yeah, must be the owner, Unfortunately, Ooh, Singaporean. Singaporean. Anyway, um, okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so in any case, so, so so you're saying that they will end up in in a victory loss. Um, well, oh, I can't remember what's my what's my. My my prediction. Well, I uh, predict lah. Okay, okay, I, okay. I, okay. If, if you can't remember, it's okay. It's going to be a flash on the screen. So yeah, okay. If you can't remember, just uh, watch uh, John's screen. Uh, his prediction is over there. Oh, uh, sorry, I just found it. Yes, <laughs> I predicted that Valencia is going to win two one. Yeah, you said two one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I, ag- I almost agree with him because I say zero two. Oh. Yeah, I say two to uh, Valencia. You know, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so that's that's just our uh, key relegation battles. You know, uh, really, I mean, if, if you're not being focused at the bottom, because we're always so fixated at the top. Exactly. Lah. Yeah. So so this time we thought, why not just change a little bit? Mm-hmm. Uh, we put it at the bottom, lah. You know, bo- bottom because not, put, not put the bottom, yeah. lah. We focus, yeah, on, focus the, on the the bottom, the bottom, lah. Yeah. At the bottom. Anyway. Next. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our six cents. Uh, if if you have your own, okay. no, there's no. We have, we have one more, one more, one, oh, one more. more. Who? Huh? Yeah, yeah. The Bundesliga. Oh, the whole, yeah, the yes. Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. There's one more, uh, one more match they want to focus on for the relegation battle, and that's in the Bundesliga, the German league. Uh, the match between Hoffenheim and Schalke. Yes. And you're saying, say what? Oh uh, no, the score lah. Oh, the score. I think Hoffenheim's going to win three 0 Oh wow! I say two two ah. So mine is two two. So you think it's going to be a draw? Yeah. I think it's gonna be a three-nil win for Hoffenheim. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, again, you know, similar to Valencia, I, I find it very sad to see Schalke's name being mentioned in a relegation battle. Yeah, because these are teams that are big. Uh, you know, you would have thought they were, you know, up top yeah, part of the table, I right? Mean, I mean, in, in Schalke's case, it's you know, in in Germany, it's, yeah. you know, it's always like a monopoly, right? Okay, or Bayern okay. Munich, yeah, right? Where yeah. it's either Bayern, uh, if they don't, Russia, if they don't win, then Dortmund. or just you know, some someone yeah, else yeah, just yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but Schalke and Dortmund. At least in 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 the Earlier, recent yeah. years, right? These are the two clubs that were touted to be the ones that will probably break the monopoly, like dethroned Bayern. Exactly, okay. exactly. But also to see Schalke this way, I just I just find it very sad, and it's very sad to see them in in such serious decline. Mm-hmm. I and, mean, and, and also given that they you know they produce uh, many talents as well exactly, that we see today. Exactly. Yeah? So the likes of Ozil was from there, Neuer, oh, yeah. Manuel Neuer was from there, mm-hmm. Leroy Sané was yeah, from there. Yeah. Uh, Coretza was from there. Yeah. There's so many. Uh, Drexler was from there as oh, well. Yeah. Julian Drexler. Uh, Julian Drexler. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. PSG now. I don't know where yeah, it's. Yeah. But anyway, th- those those were the players that were from the Schal- the Schalke mm-hmm. um, youth team. So, and they were doing pretty well. I mean, there was a the period of time in the 90s or early 2000s. I think they were in the Champions League yeah. as well. So to really see them decline in such a manner is quite quite sad, lah. And from, it's all from, fina- from Champions League to you know relegation. And it's battle. all financial troubles. It's all uh, just quite sad. It's in a way it's very similar to what happened to Leeds. Mm. Um, In the early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. Leeds also mm-hmm. because of some financial troubles. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 went under. They had to sell all their best players, mm-hmm. and then it took them what 16 years to get back to the Premier League. Uh, I mean, Schalke is now in the, in the top the top flight of the yeah. German football, but they are really in serious trouble of you know going back down to the Bundesliga too. And in fact, this season they just got back up, but now they are going to go back down, down. again. Likelihood, yeah, possibility, lah. Yes, yes, possibility. yes. So. I don't know. It's just quite sad to see them 
doing this way like in fact that's a fun fact right i think this is what causes the instability okay over the last three years shalker mm-hmm. has appointed 10 managers that's like more than Chelsea you know yeah well, that's what I want to say I Chelsea is crazy but oh. apparently Schalke is worse <laughs> okay. so suddenly we're going there yeah so I, I think all this instability you know the financial troubles yeah. and everything so I, I, that's, why, that's the reason why I don't think they are going to win I just think Hoffenheim yeah. will just be t- too much and, for them. And, and yeah, so yeah. speaking of that, uh, for those of you who know, if you have your own predictions, share with us. I mean, somehow if you can, yes. share with us. And don't forget as well, you know, our predictions are purely for entertainment, yeah? Mm-hmm. So of course, we, you know, we're sort of like not uh, encouraging you to gamble. We do have our anti-gambling message that you see now. So remember, you know, uh, all these again, purely for the fun of entertainment. And uh, really, if you have your own predictions as well, and, and perhaps you might have a reason as well for yours, mm-hmm. like maybe because, oh, you know, uh, you think that, for example, John just mentioned... Uh, financial capability is one that helps the club and I think throughout the time like, you know, we've just been saying that support is very important yes yeah? it is vital so, so yeah you know, just just let us know and don't forget uh, don't anyhow gamble uh, you know, we're not supporting that we're just doing this entirely for entertainment so that <laughs> wraps up our sixth sense and uh, whether you agree don't agree well let us know and uh, some of us you know we, we are getting the scores right so that's kind of cool you know to see that we, we put in that's our predictions true. and uh, it's getting like you know almost spot on so that's quite cool yeah And, and so yes Sixth Sense So let us know If you you got your own Sixth Sense as well yeah. That's right uh, But before we go Don't forget our next segment It's called What's What Who's Who Stay tuned Stay tuned We'll see you So why did the gambler Break up with his girlfriend Because she said He was a bad bet Hello Here at CCB TV And especially 442 Dudes We like to pay a little Tribute uh, mm-hmm. To in fact One of our very own In the Singapore scene Of football And uh, we have a player who's a 25-year-old, and his name is Kartik Raj. Now, he was a member of the Singapore Council Association side, which won uh, our Singapore Football League One Championship last year, and he contributed five goals in that campaign. And uh, really, uh, we just would like to take this time here uh, to just pay a little tribute to Kartik. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, from the guys here at Four Four Two Dudes, including our producers, you know, we we really want to you know send our sincere condolences, sympathies, you know, thoughts and prayers to his family as well. And we're rolling now. So, welcome back to our another segment called What's What? What's what? Who? So, we got a lot of things to talk about for this yes. segment. Really, really a lot. So, John, lead the way. First up, let's talk about the Hall of Fame. I voted once. Oh, okay. So there are two <laughs> things that are happening, right? So there are yeah. you are supposed to vote for the players yeah. that you think should be inducted into the Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. But there were two inductees for 2023 and okay. they are the manager Sir Alex Ferguson mm-hmm. as well as Arsene Wenger. So, yeah, I think rightfully so. Yeah, I I, I, I I don't you know I I don't again support the clubs that they manage, but rightly so. Yeah, I think they do deserve. Yeah, it. I think it's inevit- in- inevitable that you know. He looks so unhappy yeah. saying it. I don't know. Maybe I it's am just not me. unhappy. <laughs> I think it's inevitable. Let me let me just clear sure. clear myself. All right. Okay. I think it's inevitable and yeah. it's rightly rightly deserved for them to be inducted because. They are the ones that these two guys are yeah. really the ones that paved the way for the EPL mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be such a global phenomenon mm-hmm, that they mm-hmm. are today. Really, the rivalry between yeah. United and Arsenal throughout the nineties mm-hmm, is really 
it's, yeah, yeah, it's no, no, no. I, I don't agree with you. And these are the two that confuses the hell out of me when I was growing up because uh, you had someone called SAF. So as I'm growing up, I don't understand. <laughs> I couldn't okay. figure out which SAF was it until they realized it was this uh, white dude managing the yeah, red right. team. La. I don't know what. La. And then you had the other one called Arsene Wenger who, well, when I, when I was growing up watching football, everyone thought that the club was named after him. Arsene Wenger and what you know. I, had, had, a, I had the same thought. So, as so, well. so yeah, yes. yeah. Just, just saying lah. Right, so, 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 so I want to say to all the United fans and the Arsenal fans, I want to give you know a proper uh, um, you know praise to 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 Sir Alex and and Arsene, right? Sir Alex for his faith in youth, his ruthlessness, his obsession on winning, and also in addition to to having exceptional man management skills. I think a lot of managers today they probably model. They are probably going to model their their their. The way of management yeah. upon Alex Ferguson, right? Mm-hmm. How he managed mm-hmm. the players, you know, yes, managing big stars. Exactly, exactly. So uh, his faith in youth, you know, the mm-hmm. class of '92. Uh, then for Arsene, you know, Arsene Wenger has been credited with a revolutionary work. Okay. In the EPL, he brought a lot of different ideas, mm-hmm. and I think he was basically the pioneer for how we see football and how the football world is being. Uh, uh, um, Done behind the scenes He has his work with diet Mm-mm. Sports science Mm-mm-mm. He basically changed The way professionals Prepare Mm-mm-mm. And recover for games Mm-mm. Yeah so So Arsene was the one That, that paved, paved the way, the way. Exactly okay. So I, I think Deservedly so Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah They're in So yeah you know I'm, I'm not trying to know Blow their horn or anything I'm just stating facts Alright I give credit Where credit is due Alright okay. So for all these okay. people Who are going to slam me And everything <laughs> This is the truth Alright okay. Really heartfelt Okay Okay. They, they deserve it. Okay. Yeah. So that, those were for the managers. Yeah. Uh, now the players. the players itself. So for this uh, twenty twenty three edition, okay. fifteen players have been nominated, uh, and you can only have three yeah. to be inducted. So yeah. who are your choices? That was, to be very fair, uh, when I saw the thing, I only voted for one player uh, because it was in the middle of the night. I had no idea who to vote for. I was too sleepy. So then I saw someone. Who made me watch football in 2002? I voted for John Terry. Oh, okay. I see all the funny fingers behind the screen, but never mind. Behind it, can uh, Yeah. <laughs> well, for those of you who do not know who the, the 15 players are, we're going to put it on screen very shortly. We will be. Or you can go to the Premier League's website. Sorry, uh, Kai. Right, Premier League.com to, to show, to, to, to view who are the 15 nominees. Yep. Uh, okay, la, you vote Terry, okay, la, just yeah, la. bias. La. I am. A <sighs> so, who I, do you vote? I voted three. Okay. Uh, I voted for Tony Adams, who is also known okay. as Mr. Arsenal. Okay. I voted for Petr Cech because... Oh. Yeah, I think he's the best goalkeeper in the history of the Premier League. Wow. He has 202 clean sheets. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No one has been... I know people will say Schmeichel or Van der Sar, or but... Some might say some some saying that way. I'm just <laughs> saying. I have people telling me, especially those supporting that club, De Gea also, you know. Better check. Yeah. And finally, Robbie Fowler. Liverpool guy like that one. That is a Liverpool admit, guy right there. I will admit, <laughs> I voted Fowler because, I won't say it's biased, but okay. Robbie Fowler was one of two reasons why I supported Liverpool way back in the 90s. Yeah, same lah. So I, I voted for John uh, Terry because you know. Yeah, la, so I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, it's our thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, I just think that Tony Adams and Petr are deserving of being inside the... The, the Premier League. So I, I mentioned about Wenger, right? So yeah, uh, Adams is really a key part of how Wenger Mm-mm-mm. was able to build success upon success upon Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. success. Petr Cech as well. Mm-mm-mm. You know, 
Chelsea, now we call them a big club, uh, right? Um, but prior to the the, the, the money, the, the money yeah, and everything, they saying. are basically a mid-table mm-hmm, team, you know. Mm-hmm. They were like uh, the current day, I would say, like Wolves. Uh, right, maybe, right, uh, right, right. Uh, Just uh, mid-tier. Uh, mid-tier, uh, mid-tier yeah, the yeah, Brentford, I get what you mean. Okay, okay. Um, decent, decent, but not title challenging. Thanks to thanks to, to, to uh, Abramovich's uh, money as well, also Moreno's Moreno that came in. So one of the players they brought in was Peter Chang, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter Chang was basically the you know yeah yeah, yeah. I mean he, okay, so, so, so I just want to correct you not now that we're suff- uh, not now that we're enjoying uh, we were enjoying the successes until Roman is no longer uh, you know owning the club so that's just something I want to correct you yeah okay. on behalf of all the Chelsea well, so, fans but anyway so, so there you have it uh, Ben voted for John Terry I did I voted for Tony Evans Better Track and Robbie Fowler what's yours yeah what's We're yours very very curious to find out what's yours so Keep please cool. yeah. go and vote please comment and all. let us know who your choices yeah. are and if you have the reason for commenting it can be anything can be just pure biasness no oh, yeah. problem yeah for sure we really yeah, biases, I think that's right? okay yeah but if there's any other reasons why you voted for who you voted for share with us we yeah. want to know so or who do you think should be inside the list but was not inside the list mm. that's case true. in point Dennis Irwin okay anyway let's move anyway, on anyway yeah sports things huh? I don't know but okay then okay <laughs> since, since we're on that topic and I did say the whole uh, manager thing we're going to uh-huh. go a bit higher eh? I'm going to talk about ownership oh, now okay oh, yeah okay. I'm going to talk wow, about ownership now this is okay. something that uh, I think around the world uh, it, people might notice it and I think you know be it Arsenal at one point of time mm-hmm. I believe Manchester United also at, uh, you know uh, feeling that, that pressure mm-hmm. uh, I believe Man City at one point of time as well before you know they had money coming in uh, okay. American ship owner you know like American owners like in general okay uh, what about I, 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 I have a, a thing that I think not saying that Americans are, are not good huh? I think them owning a football club is not that great uh, because number one they may have the lack of understanding and uh, they may have the lack of passion because you're just an owner and this could be something that uh, could be just part of your you know your, your portfolio that's mm. what I feel huh? okay uh, second they might have more financial focus rather than on-field success. Uh, uh, they could prioritise financial success okay. as compared to on-field success. So they, are, they see more as a business rather than... Yes, so you know okay. that, that leads to cost-cutting measures, whether it's uh, play, uh, selling okay. players, okay. Uh, whether it's uh, cutting roles in certain uh, uh, areas of the club. Okay. Uh, uh, that's what happened in Chelsea, by the way, uh, I, I feel. Uh, okay. um, and, and things like, you know, you know, just not giving money to buy cl- players. And I think that can impact uh, the the team overall. Yeah, anyway, so you're very much against American owners being yeah yeah. Amer- rather, you're very much against Americans being owners of football clubs or English football clubs. Yeah, right? okay. But I ha- I give some credit first. Uh, if you may, just let me. Okay. Uh, increased financial stability is one of them. So of course they got money and all that. Huh? Mm-hmm. So that means yeah. So while I said earlier they might be uh, a little bit of a cheapskate, not giving the money, but at times they might give you the money. Case in point, that's what happens in certain clubs again, like Chelsea. Uh, but you know that that's. A good thing you know uh, increase investment all that sure but my point is uh, doesn't mean financial stability means that you you uh, you know how to run a club I just feel that uh, you give us the money maybe uh, what they should do is that okay you pump your money in you be some sort of like an angel investor and let the club run with your money uh, but if you're coming in with all the decisions you're coming in with your own influence uh, it should be like a Super Bowl uh, then no I, I, I don't think that should be the right way uh, mm. and also because there is a culture that, that football has 
uh, mm-hmm. in, in the EPL. You know, they they have uh, that kind of a culture. You know, the club culture. So you can imagine it. So it becomes so Americanized. It it might just dilute the culture. So that's just that's just something that I I feel. You know, I mean, sure they bring in the the stability in finances, uh, but will they sort of bring stability to the club? So I know you've been talking a lot yeah. about how much you've been against you know, Americans you know, yeah. taking ownership of football clubs. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to sit on the side of the Americans. Right ah. now. I, I just think it's going to be something. Maybe maybe you guys you guys can join us in this debate yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, whether or not I, I think the key question we should be asking is: yeah. Should Americans stay as far away from football as possible? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's look at some of the positives that mm. American owners bring okay. uh, uh, to football itself. Okay. Uh, I think you already mentioned the financial, yeah, 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 yeah. the financial power, yeah, yeah, no doubt, right? No the doubt. muscle there they mm, have, mm, mm, and I agree uh, that with the money in, I think it can help, definitely help them. Oh yeah. Uh, but if I may just add on to that financial yeah, muscle, yeah. I think it brings a lot of commercial value. Mm, 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 so mm, you mm. mentioned Super Bowl earlier, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, we yeah. know the Super Bowl is it, it brings in a global global audience, but right? not as much as World Cup. Uh, yes, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, in yeah. terms of a commercial value, I, I think there is a lot of. Uh, a potential there to, to okay. tap on yeah. uh, in terms of the commercial value, t- not just the, the financial mm-hmm, itself, mm-hmm. Uh, but because like it or not, I think America draws a lot of people. Okay. So I think they they have that. That is one positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the other positive is you know with more American owners itself, I think it's also a good opportunity mm-hmm. to educate uh, Americans themselves okay. Okay. on what exactly is football, soccer, right? It's not soccer, yeah, soccer. you know, but uh, football. Uh, we literally use a leg to kick a ball. Oh yeah, of course. Right, and not using a hand and carrying an egg. You know, we don't wear pads and helmets, uh, but. I, I think it's a good opportunity that okay. more Americans are on board so that we okay. can also educate the Americans that hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is football, right? right? And, and and why is it why is it so important to British the, the British audience and and also the global audience? In fact, is because of you know the passions that we mm-hmm. have for mm-hmm. for the game. So I, I think it, it's good that mm-hmm. they are on board. Mm-hmm. So they can also help help to 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 raise the game to another level. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why I think that 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 is yeah. a positive la, for okay. America. So, so to that's why I'm going to yeah, come yeah. in. Uh, I I do agree. That they do create positivity, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but here's my take. I think so far, and I could be wrong. The only American owners I know, I don't even know if he's full American lah. But the only Americans that I know that are doing well and that are accepted by the club is when Ryan Reynolds and uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember lah. Rob, I'm trying to pronounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to pronounce. McAlhenny, I think. Is it Rexham? Yes, yeah. so they are Wrexham. So, so it's not really a, yeah, it is British. Uh, that's the only one. Now yes. I got another thing for that. Now you said that I have it in my notes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. is great. But now I got another one. You said that uh, they help to elevate clubs lah mm-hmm. here and there. But I got a problem. Now what? they got their own MLS there, Major League Soccer. Mm-hmm. But why are they not increasing their Major League Soccer? So if I were them, I would have just focused more on my Major League Soccer. But but to me, it's, I mean, you got your MLS, and guess who's making your MLS? Popular. It's David Beckham, who's uh, British. La. The only American owners I see so far that's doing okay is Ryan Reynolds and the other guy that I cannot... Yeah, okay. Cannot so I'm just going to cut you there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, sure, sure. Um, I mean I, I'm, what I'm trying to do, I, I, I just don't think that we should be bashing in America. I mean, yeah. I, I, for one, am also pretty much against Americans coming in. But, but you, know, you do see some but, light but I think it. I think let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Right? So that's why I think it's also important to look at the positives of mm-hmm. it. And you rightly say that Ryan Reynolds you know, is, is and, and Rob, um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say Rob. Yeah, because, that's why I'm making uh, you say it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think they are probably the role models yes. for Americans of what they should be doing as owners. So despite staying so far away, they are yeah. still making time to go yeah. down to the games, uh, attending the games, yeah. personally communi- communicating not just with the players, but with the fans yes. as well. 
right? And you can see, you know, I mentioned about commercial value. Mm-hmm. So recently, mm-hmm. they did they, they they did this video, right? Ryan and Rob oh, oh, yeah, with yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson mm-hmm. to promote the game that Man- Man is going to play mm-hmm. in, um, mm-hmm. playing his Rex back mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's great. It's great. So it's, see, this commercial value helps Wrexham right mm-hmm. a small town club mm-hmm. right in, in, in Wales just to, to bring yeah. up the yeah. no, this kind of positivity exactly. we need so, this so kind this is what this is one yeah, yeah, so that, this is what I mean by the there. commercial value this is one of the yeah, positives yeah, yeah, they, okay. can, they can bring over to, to the clubs in, in, in England yeah. you mentioned about um, MLS MLS, yeah, yeah, MLS right yeah. yes. soccer yes okay Ooh. I think at the end of the day you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. humans we tend to be more selfish we need yeah, to take care of ourselves of course, right of course. so by tapping on the English you know audience mm-hmm. you know the global the global audience yeah. itself yeah. they can also bring more money back into their own country okay right okay so I think they are tapping on that so to also to promote okay okay but got problem huh? why because it is just bringing money man. but what I'm trying to say is we need to elevate soccer or football I, I'm going in the direction where football is football uh, I mean they, they can claim they know and I have no doubt about that but I think the overemphasis here mm-hmm. uh, and what I feel that the American owners are doing is profit making uh, and, and hence I feel uh, which disrupts the club's success lah. again I, I'm more into the football yeah, I, I can understand that the commercial value is there mm-hmm. but what, what's being done to improve the club's uh, 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 performance lah yeah, and, and whether or not there might be conflict of interest also. So so these are things, you know, just, just yeah. putting up there. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I think we, we both have yeah. been given our thoughts yeah, we and have, everything. We so have. so there's a against cam, there's a there's a there's a four cam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So correct, so what do you guys correct. think? I don't know. Yeah, uh, let us know. Let, share share your thoughts with us. So, so the, the question is should Americans stay as far away from yeah. football as possible or should they remain? Are they mm-hmm. good? So let us know in the comments uh, right. what you think. Yep. Uh and yep, so let's let's that wraps up our segment of what's what and who's, who's who. who. And don't forget, you know, we are two dudes all the way from Singapore so if you have not heard from us no we're not in China uh, we happen to be in the same country from the TikTok CEO and he's uh, not yes. he's not China as well so you know we're, we're both Singaporeans la. Uh, I had to add the word la just to emphasize that we're Singaporeans you know and, and really you know we are f- located actually you can't really find us on the map we're like this little dot here this red little yeah, dot but, on but, the map but yep. we prepared visuals just in case you need that yes. so you know for your geography class uh, we had a little we have a little help for you uh, to, to know where Singapore is our little red dot nice little island so yeah don't forget that's where we're from you know that's right. now speaking of now Singapore I have a problem now you know before we and I got a problem John I cannot I, I can't stand it okay I can't stand it eh? when I see Singapore chow mein okay <laughs> now we saw okay I think you were the one that, that, that brought to this attention yes. there was a particular player from Man City Jack, Jack Grealish, Grealish. so I just want to give yeah. a shout out to Jack Grealish <laughs> alright um we want to invite you to Singapore. Yeah, you should. You join us and you can come to our studio. We're more than happy to welcome you over here. Exactly. But more importantly, we want to introduce you to proper Singaporean cuisine. Yeah. Right? Not Singaporean Singapore chow mein or and whatever you yeah, call it. Exactly. Because to be, to be very honest, as a Singaporean, I have no idea what Singaporean chow mein is. Actually, I have, I, I have a little idea. I went to Google it. Okay, but, I'll, no. I'm but I'm going to let you know now. Jack Grealish, come all the way to uh, Tampines. Uh, T-A-M-P-I-N-E-S. It's not Tampines. It's not Tampines. It's Tampines. Yep. Yeah, so don't forget to join us here. That's where our studio is located. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Grealish, if if you ever drop by to Singapore for a holiday, uh, look out for John, myself, uh, and just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring you around Tampines and, and we'll let you have a little bit of a good food experience. Yeah? 
maybe bring you fish and chip lah. But you know, it's a bit different. We don't eat it with vinegar here. Not 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 all lah. But we we you know there are some. Uh, I think he's rambling on and on. Well, yeah, anyway, guys, uh, that's it for this uh, week's episode. So we are the four four two dudes from Singapore. All right. So we'll catch you guys again next week. See ya. No, tell me. Migoring. <laughs>